friend. Welcome to the podcast. I am Melissa Matheson. And today for our Wednesday episode, I have some friends here with a very non-traditional story about how they met, dated, and married. I have known Jeremy and Heidi for over 10 years, and there is one thing I've noticed about their marriage. They are truly best friends. Although their story is uniquely different, it is very clear that the hand of God was in every detail of their story. So grab your coffee and join us at the table. We're talking about navigating grief, family, and Chuck E. Cheese. Today on What's Next, God? So you guys are coffee drinkers. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. you are. Do you drink coffee at home too? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Every day. Not every day. It's more of just for fun. Now he, I guess he does. I do make it every morning for him. She's pretty good about making breakfast in the morning she does that stuff do you make a breakfast in the morning yeah i didn't used to but you do what do you make now usually eggs and sausage and toast or or you do a full breakfast usually just for him he's the only one that eats it the boys are yeah they're iffy on whether they're gonna eat it or not jeremy you are spoiled i know are we recording yes. that now? We are. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to add something else to it. I'm not going to. You can add and Dave can edit. <laughs> now, I didn't used to do breakfast. I was just one of those warm up something, get the kids out the door. I'm tired and I don't want to do all this. But probably within the last year, we pretty were pretty consistent about breakfast in the mornings. He so. likes breakfast in the morning. He wants a warm breakfast. He does not want cereal. And so if I wasn't making breakfast, he was going to get in a biscuit. And I thought, we could save $5 if I just make breakfast. So I just started making it. You are a good wife. Well, I try. <laughs> She's really good. She is. She is. That's like a big deal. So I try to do a hot breakfast, but I don't do it every day. Our weekends are kind of our hot breakfast mornings. Mm-hmm. So that's how we used to be. Okay. Because when the girls were in school, they did not care about breakfast at all. And the boys, they were fine with a warmed up biscuit. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I would just kind of get out the door. But then now that the more that like Ethan plays so many sports and I thought he needs to have something in him playing so much. Yes. And Jeremy needs to have that for, you know, he works 10 hours a day. So I just eggs and usually it's eggs and sausage is what I cook at least. Yeah. Sometimes biscuit, most time toast. Mm-hmm. So when we do the big breakfast, we have the coffee with the breakfast. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Do you do She's... coffee like all day? No, it's just that first. Okay. You know, the get you going. He has a Yeti. Oh, so not just a cup. Like those Yetis are like four cups of coffee. Yeah, having that. Yeah. So he takes it to work and sips on it all day, too. Yeah, until it either has gotten cold or I've drank it all. Mm -hmm. So you guys are married, have four kids, kids. two girls, two boys. Mm hmm. And I want to tell everybody how I met you. Okay. So, because we've known each other, has it been 10 years? 10 years. 10 years. So, because I remember when you moved to Hamilton, mm-hmm. you guys moved from Birmingham area. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Moved here to Hamilton. And um, I remember you were coming to visit and looking at houses or something, I think mm-hmm. the first time we met. So, mm-hmm. you guys have been around here for a long time. We've yes. raised kids together, haven't yes, we? we have. yeah. 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 Go to the same church, kids go to the same school, mm-hmm. and they've just grown up together. Our girls were best friends, Molly and Kara. Danced all the time yep. and all the recitals, things growing mean, up. Yeah. Do you remember all that? Yeah. Yeah. Now, how old are your kids now? 21, 19. Those are the girls. Boys are 16, are about to turn 16, and about to turn 12. Mm-hmm. And you're busy with ball with the boys. Yeah. Ethan plays football. football and baseball. Okay. Mm-hmm. What does Jackson play? He does soccer. 
soccer. Mm-hmm. And the two older girls are graduated from school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Brianna's in, in college. And then Kara's working part-time and hoping to go to cosmetology school. Good for her. Within the next year. She'd be great at that. Yeah. That's her dream. So. so what brought you guys to Hamilton? That was a transition for you guys. Yeah. Because the kids well, were little. You guys right. were just had a life change and mm-hmm. really upped and left, left jobs. and right. just had that, that deep gnawing inside, knowing that you are supposed to be somewhere. And I've never had felt anything like that before, but it was just, it was a definite thing that we were supposed to be here. And just over a period of time, God just opened those doors where we felt, I mean, from jobs. And I, I worked a job as a steel worker before ever becoming a barber. That job, they uh, became a huge layoff in the the first part of 09 i guess mm-hmm. and then by 09. yeah and uh, i was laid off for about six months i was never expecting to be laid off but i still just kind of drug my feet about it because i was thinking it'd be crazy to leave and then call me back because it was a it was a, a, a really good job that people just retire from they don't normally quit that job and then of course uh, they had a big huge layoff and we like i said we stayed laid off for about six months and then i was like this is the time to go if we're gonna go yeah and then we started really looking and anyways moved here to hamilton that's a transition huge transition yeah it was because they were little they were one five nine and eleven yes we moved i think i have a picture of all of our kids in your living room when y'all first moved into that house that was actually the day that you know we had not found we looked all summer for a house and had not found one and five days before we were supposed to be out of our house in birmingham the lord gave us a house in hamilton Mm -hmm. and so the day we drove up here we called you and said meet us over there we're getting the keys we want to show it to you that's right and you guys moved five days later Mm -hmm. yeah wow crazy hard to believe isn't it when you look back on what can happen in 10 years it is so crazy it's like where did the time go Mm -hmm. yeah what happened and how did we get here and Mm-hmm. Like, it's been great, but at the same time, you're like, wow, that happened? It's only been 10, 10 years? 10 years. Mm-hmm. Feels like a lifetime, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So how long have you guys been married? That we, feels like a lifetime. <laughs> that does feel like a lifetime. And we've, we've only been married, it'll be 18 years in February, but it feels like 40, but not in a bad way. Why? What do you think? Why do you think it feels like 40 to you? Because so much has happened. There's no way it's only been 18 years. Yeah. Feels like a lifetime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then our stories, you know, with our story, it makes it a little different. So it's like, well, we've got older kids. And Mm -hmm. so So how, because your guys are not as old as people would probably think. So Heidi, who's (laughs) older? (laughs) Jeremy is. (laughs) (laughs) By a little bit. Just a little bit. By a little bit. What's the age difference? It's about almost eight years difference, about seven and a half years apart. He's 45, and I will be 38 at the end of this month. Yeah, and you have all these (laughs) grown kids, running businesses. Are you in school right now? I'm not at the moment. Not at the moment. I'm taking a break for right now. What are you studying? Business. Business. I figure since we own one, that would probably be a good thing to have with a business degree. (laughs) So these are our Wednesday, the Camels Are Coming episodes where... We get to talk about how people met, Mm -hmm. dated, and married, Mm -hmm. and it's based on a story in Genesis 24 where Isaac meets his wife when she comes riding over the hill on a camel. Most beautiful thing he ever saw. They got married, live happily ever after. So we like to tell the story about how people met, dated, and married, and I know a little bit about your story. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling I'm probably going to learn some things I didn't know, though, but it's a little non-traditional. Yes. How old were you, Heidi, when y'all met? 19. You were 19 years old. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Jeremy, of course, a little 26 older. Twenty six at the 26. time. Twenty mm-hmm. six. Yep. Tell me a little bit about how you met. Well, the Lord put us together. Yes, He did. I guess for those who don't know, Jeremy was married before we were married, mm-hmm. and his wife passed away in a car accident. Yeah. And they had two girls. Mm-hmm. And literally a month after all of that hit, the Lord put us together. Yeah. And it was it was just one of those things like... It was like conversation and friendship that every, anybody outside of the situation didn't couldn't understand you know at the time because it wasn't mm-hmm. a it wasn't like i was looking for a relationship or for a wife right or anything like that and i didn't even know <clears throat> their last name they went to we went to the same church and i kept the girls in the nursery i was a leadership in a nursery and so i kept the girls in the nursery so i knew of them and who they were as a family but i I didn't know their last name. And so when that when the accident happened, we as a youth group prayed and, and that happened. So it was not ever even something I was looking for. I was 19 and in college and, you know, that wasn't really something I'm like, hey, I need a husband. You know, I wasn't yeah. there at that point. And I had already decided previous to that that I didn't want a boyfriend or date unless... I knew that I knew that I knew it was going to be my husband. I right. didn't want to have relationships. I just wanted to be with the person I was going to marry one day. Yeah. And so. How did the first conversation get started? So, Jeremy, here you are grieving. You've lost your wife. You have two. How old were the girls? Three and one. Three and one. So you, right. here you are, a single dad, mm-hmm. two little girls grieving the loss right. of their mother we actually had a um, spiritual mother, we call her just like a spiritual mom, you know, you just have in the in the church. She's just that person that people talk to, you know what I'm saying? I was actually in conversation with her because, you know, like everybody else, she's outside of my family and both sides of my family. And I'm just talking to her about my feelings about things and just had that conversation. And it, even she was talking to her at the same time, but we didn't know that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? We were just having a conversation. I just had her praying for me about several different things. And I mean, it was a hard situation to go through because, you know, as a young man, you just don't know what to do. Um, At that time, it was a lot of things I was contemplating in my mind. You know, you know, I loved my wife and, uh, you know, I wasn't expecting what to happen. What was going to happen. It was just a tragedy. But I had these young children and I didn't know what to do. No idea. So all I could do was just hang on to God, and it's kind of like one of those things. Like if you if you don't hang on to Him, you're just going down another road, really. Yeah. You know, and, and the other road was not a good one. You know, you know, you contemplate things like I just don't really want to be here if it's not right. for my wife. But I had two girls that I just knew that they needed me. Luckily, I did have a close enough relationship with the Lord that we just I just hung on to Him for those things. Anyways, but the spiritual mother and our I just was talking to her one day, and anyways, just been praying, and I had prayed that, uh, or I've been telling her that I just kept seeing somebody in my dream that she was that she was upset in this dream. I couldn't understand why the reason why. And I said, uh, I just I'm just praying about this this uh, girl. I said I'd seen her come to the hospital actually to come to where we were all you know the families were up there grieving, and she came up there as a representative of the, as of the youth with some other people in the youth group. And uh, I was like, I've seen that girl before, but I don't really know her. You know, the church is big enough to where you just didn't really know her personally. Right. You know? mm-hmm. 
I said, I'll just, is she saved? I mean, is she dealing with something? I said, because I was, I was thinking, God's just giving me things. Because he was giving me people that I felt like were struggling in their marriages and stuff like that. And I was like trying to speak to them, speak a word into them and stuff like that. I mean, that's what I was, it was like, I was really close to the Lord at that time. And uh, and she's like, well, she's got quite a story, you know, and I have to share it with you. And then this one day we're talking, going down the road. I didn't know that she'd been talking to Heidi. And she said, you know, Jeremy, I just really feel like that this is something the Lord's trying to put together. And I was like, man, I'm just not really looking for a right. wife. Because it's like, matter of fact, I felt terrible that this conversation was going on because I just didn't understand it. It was yeah. frustrating. And these these situations <laughs> with the Lord happened pretty quick. Yeah, it was really fast. Like after his wife passed away. I'm talking about like within two weeks. I, on my end, while he's dealing with that... I had a dream, actually, that he and I were getting married, and I woke up from the dream, and I was like, what was that? That was, no. Yeah. No way. <laughs> That's First not okay. I'm 19. <laughs> He's just lost his wife, and no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not doing this, Lord. And I laid there in the bed. I remember it was early in the morning, and I fell back asleep and had another dream that I was talking to one of the girls and talking to her through some grief in the dream. And I immediately, like, I felt like I woke myself up, and I was like, I'm getting out of bed. This is weird. I'm not doing this. No. Lord, I don't know what you got going on, but no. Yeah. And so throughout the day, um, my aunt asked, she's like, you know, Jeremy Ledbetter, and she didn't know I'd had these dreams that morning. I was like, why are you oh. asking me about him? This is not cool. And she's like, well, and she said, the Lord told me that he is going to put you two together. And I was like, nope, mm-mm, that's not cool. I was really more mad at the Lord because she was a mom and she had kids. And I'm like, "You, why did you take her? That's not fair. And so I spent some time with the Lord that night in prayer. And I was like, I'm, I'm not doing this. This is not fair. You don't know what you're doing. You've messed up. Like, no, I'm mad at you for doing this. Mm-hmm. And in prayer, he told me, I remember I could tell you right where I was laying on the floor and I'm just crying. I'm like, no, I'm, this, not, I'm, this is not cool. And he said, this is my will for your life. You know, you've been praying for that. Now, do you want it? I'm like, well, of course I do, but you still made a mistake. And so from that moment on, we had several confirmations. The spiritual mother, I had been talking to her once I felt the Lord told me this. So I've had my aunt, the spiritual mother, the mother of our pastor. The Lord told her, I've never met that woman in my life. And he, the pastor came to me one day and was like, so the Lord told my mom something that you and Jeremy <laughs> were going to be together. And I'm like, no. We haven't had a conversation. No, yet. at this point, we've never You've spoken. Never, oh, no, we've okay. never, we've wow. Never, we've not ever talked yet. Yes. So all that goes on. I know what I know. It, and the next day when I found that out, I go to work and I worked at Lifeway and he shows up and I'm thinking, I'm going to throw up because what if, he, does he know? Did anybody tell him? Yeah. Like, Lord, I know what I know what you've told me, but have you told him anything? And at that moment, he actually didn't have that conversation with Mm. her until after he left the store. Okay. So I'm hiding in the back. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to the back of the store. Did you go to the store to see her, Jeremy, or did you just happen to be at the store? I mean, I was going there to, um, 
You went. You came to buy a I came to buy cover. A, a Bible cover. Thing. Okay, okay, but That's you knew she worked there. But I did notice that she worked there because okay. when we went to church. We in passing months before. I'd seen her wearing a shirt. Yeah, and he was, was like, "Hey, you work at Lifeway," and I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. But it had never been nothing like, you know. Yeah. That was the, uh, absolutely the only thing I've ever said to her yeah. prior to that. I mean, so, so you hid I'm, in the back room. I'm hiding back there, and they come back, and I said, there's this man asking for you. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm really going to be sick. <laughs> and so I go out, and I'm like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we had talked because, like he said, I came up to the hospital during that time and we prayed with them and and i knew the girls and you know so i knew who he was and we knew who each other was but not knew each other you know yeah i didn't know her last name at the time i knew her mm-hmm. name was heidi and that she was in the youth group a yeah. married guy with two kids yeah so. so you know you just don't youth group <laughs> marry people you just don't, <laughs> don't chill think yeah about yeah so i go out and i helped him we looked for the bible case and cover and he gets it and he leaves and that's when he left is when he had the conversation Mm-hmm. with Michelle about I've had these dreams is everything okay and you know and, and so it was after that like I'd had the confirmations he had then he had talked to her then it was kind of like okay okay Lord what's going what's what is next yeah you know but I did I mean it was kind of like I said this is like you said it's the, what do you call it unconventional is that what you said non-traditional, non-traditional. this is very non-traditional very non-traditional, non-traditional but we ended up um Going somewhere with the youth group, I, I had a friends of ours, friends of mine, were like the youth pastors mm-hmm. of the church, which they were. They, anyways, but that's another story. But we ended up um, going somewhere, and I just asked if she would ride with me. I just wanted a private conversation. This was our yeah. first talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so we were just riding down the road, and I was like. I said, so I said, I've talked to Michelle, which is that spiritual mother we were talking about. And she's like, yeah. So I've had conversations with her too. And I said, I'll tell you, I said, I, we kind of knew then that she, at each that other time, knew each other, what yeah, was going on. What was like, going on. Oh, Michelle had shared with him by this point and me with Right. Him. And then I said, you know, I said, I feel like that maybe the Lord's putting us together and that I'm going to marry you one day and that I know this is point A and that's point Z. <laughs> I don't really know. And she's like, I feel the same way. And that was basically, that's how it went. That's how it was. That's how it started out. It was like that. From that point, it was just lots of phone conversations and confiding in somebody to to talk with and pray with. And it was it was really weird. At, t- at You know, at the same time, it felt like it was, what God was doing was he was putting that together. So that was mid-August that that happened. She passed away at the end of July. Mm-hmm. mid-august we start talking and then september 29th we got engaged <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> crazy and february 23rd of the next year of 2002 we got You're married, married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so okay so you have these dreams people are giving you a lot of words saying mm-hmm. we're having dreams too about this did you guys like like each other at all when did that happen when did you crossover from i don't know a lot of people are saying this let's talk and be friends when did it go hey i'm in love with you was there that crossover point or did that happen after you were married no i mean i would say probably before we were engaged i think through just being together i just knew it was gonna be that i just i just knew it was i mean i already knew i was gonna marry her i mean i already knew it it was like this it was, it's like you just had this this knowing 
Yeah. Like once the Lord tells you that something is, it's like, okay, well, this is a little scary, but it is. Yeah. Like the Lord said we're going to be together, so we're just going to be together. So yeah. we just kind of, you end up loving what God gives you. Yeah. That's because true. God gave it to you. And good, so Mary. like I you you know that you're going to be together, so you love that I loved him and we grew and just There was never a conversation or never even a thought in my mind that that wasn't yeah, it's like the a, person that that You never I think just I just knew. don't know if I'm going to love him. It was like I love him because God this gave is, him to me. Wow. What is is so that's obviously probably not the dream that you had as a child when you thought about getting married one day is is it a little different or did you just never think about it as a child i don't know i never i wasn't raised with the traditional you know mother father my parents divorced when i was little my dad wasn't around he lived in another state my mom was married multiple times until she married her last marriage was my stepdad and they were married for a long since i was 13 he passed away years ago and so i knew that whoever i married i wanted it to be forever i didn't want to you know have the kind of lifestyle i had grown up in in different things and so i guess i don't know i mean i wouldn't have said hey i want to marry a man that's lost his wife and you know step into that role and you know i guess not you don't have that thought you know Mm -hmm. but i always knew it's so crazy I, i do remember like, Lord, if you gave me kids I didn't birth, I would be okay with that. Yeah. You know, growing up. And then he gave me two girls. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and so, and they're mine, you know, like I don't. They are so yours. I don't think of them any other way. Yeah, no. And I even think they look like you. Yeah. Kind of, like sometimes when I see photos of y'all, mm-hmm. I just think that it's you guys have similar mannerisms so crazy. and how much they look like you. Mm-hmm. So they were three and one yes. or two whenever mm-hmm. you guys got married. Three and one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they turned four <clears throat> and two months after we got married mm-hmm. can i ask so. what did your family think about all of this oh, yeah, yeah. um they were my family was supportive okay mm-hmm. jeremy's family was supportive and then you have to add in her family mm-hmm. and at first it was hard for them but they had just lost their daughter and that was mm-hmm. yeah to be expected but man they love her but the lord now this just I mean, they are incredible. They're yeah. an incredible family. They, mm. I always say that I know that that was such a terrible tragedy for them, but the Lord used them to um, teach me love in a family yeah, and what that looks like. And so very quickly, even though it was very hard for them at first, but very quickly by Christmas, I'll say they became family and you know they when we got married they sat in the front row just with the other mothers yeah and i gave them i gave her a rose my mother-in-law rose and so we called them that's our (laughs) mother-in-law you know and so Mm -hmm. we have three mamas my (laughs) mama jeremy's mama and our mother-in-law so they're all Mm -hmm. still in your life now that family is that's amazing we spend holidays with them and we're very close I mean, we just came back from Thanksgiving with him. We swap up, you know, between yeah. um, 
whose house we're going to. Yeah. Do they live in the area as well? Like, do they all closer to Birmingham? Okay, so all of the family is pretty much Mm -hmm. all down there for you guys. Yeah, all of my family and our in-laws and my in-laws and my mom lives in Florence, which is Mm -hmm. north of here. So we kind of live in between the not far. Everybody. My mother-in-law. I remember her um, talking about um, talking about her. You know how they how they accepted her and everything. And I just remember that at first she was heard about it. And, you know, she explained that to me. You know, and she, you know, she's she's very uh, she can get her her point across very easily to you. You know, what I'm saying she doesn't hold back any punches <laughs> she, at all. It's black and white. It's yeah. black and white. It is what it is. You gotta love people and, like that. And and I I respect that in that woman. I tell you, because you can't. She doesn't hide anything like that. So we. And I, I told her I, I completely understood, and I knew that she didn't understand. I knew that, and that, and and I apologized for that. But she, but I also explained to her she knew just how much I loved her daughter. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> being married to her daughter, she was such a good, good young woman. You know, all of our marriage. And uh, she was twenty four when she passed away. That her my time with her we were married a little over five years prepared me to be the husband i needed to be from now my for heidi for heidi yeah and she she said why aren't you upset about this aren't you you know aren't what do you think about this and she goes you know i have been upset about this but what, how can i be upset about somebody that takes care of my grandchildren yeah she feeds them. She takes care of them. She makes sure they go to school. She makes sure that they're looking like little girls are supposed to be and being a mom. You know? Yeah. How could I ever say anything negative about somebody that loves and cares for them like Heidi does? Because I, I quit school. <laughs> I actually, um, before we got married, I finished out my semester of school, but I quit school and quit work. And I would get up in the mornings. Jeremy had to be to work at 630 so I would get up in the mornings, drive to his house, and get there at 6 o'clock and be there with the girls all day. And then I had to be home by midnight, so I was there with them all day. I would take them. I would put them to bed, and we would hang out for a little bit, and then I would go home. And we did that from December, January, and February. Wow. Every day because they uh, they needed me. Yes. And so... I did that until the day we got married. And so they were never without me unless they were asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were just my, they became my life. And I quit school and quit work. And mm-hmm. I turned 20 in December. So I was 20 when we got married. And I've been a stay-at-home mom yeah. for 18 years. What was that like stepping into something with the girls? Did you just see it as taking care of little girls? Or when did that your heart go these are my daughters immediately immediately yeah immediately because i knew when the lord told me that jeremy and i would be married i knew that i was gonna become mom Mm -hmm. you know and i it's it's not like a divorce situation where you're trying to be somebody and but they already have somebody it was they lost something and needed me yes mm-hmm. and so i i never ever remember or never remember feeling even like oh gosh these are somebody else's kids i just immediately loved them like they were mine yeah because they needed that and even <clears throat> um 
I think I needed that. Mm -hmm. I needed them as much as they needed me. And so they just became my girls. Yeah. And so, when matter of fact, years later when we got pregnant, I was giving all the girl stuff away. And my sister-in-law says, well, what if you have a girl? And I'm like, I'm not going to have a girl. I have two girls. The Lord's not going to give me a girl. This is going to be a boy. <laughs> and sure enough, it we've had boy. two boys since then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just knew. I was like, I have girls, so I don't yeah. need any more girls. I need some boys now. And so... There, it's never been, you know, you have some families that are blended and it's the whole, those are his kids and those are our kids or, but it's never been like that. Like, no, there are our kids. I mm. mean, ever since I've known you guys, they've always been your kids, Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and you've been their mother mm -hmm. and I don't even remember. I knew you for a while, I guess, before I even knew that story. Mm -hmm. And for people, maybe when they do find out, they'll be like, it doesn't even make sense that because mm. like, you're Heidi, you're Kara mm -hmm. and Brianna's mom mm. and always have been. Right. Do the girls, of course, Kara would probably was too little. Does Brianna have any memories? Oh, yeah. She, she does. Yeah, I think she does. Brianna can remember. The day she was born. Yeah. She can remember everything. <laughs> she doesn't forget anything. She remembers everything. She remembers just everything. So she remembers her mom. She does. Mm -hmm. She remembers her a lot course we talk about things too that's happened you know back whenever their mother was here and stuff like that and that's where mm -hmm. a lot of uh kara's memories are basically ones that we've told her told her or right, her, or, right. Or her family her mom and all them my mom whoever uh, you know told them about but brianna yeah she remembers everything but she it, you know it's hard to tell your child that their mother's not going to be there anymore so when heidi started coming there you know Brianna was kind of going through a lot we were all going through a lot and I was trying to explain to her that one day we're gonna we were gonna be married you know and um she said well what do I call her can I call her mom and I and this is a three-year-old mm -hmm. she was she always had we always had conversations like she, <laughs> she always seemed way more mature than three years old <laughs> I was gonna say, that's a serious question for yeah, a three-year-old yeah so, do but I that's call so her brianna yes. or do i call her heidi and i was like well you can call her whatever you want i mean whatever you want to do you know you can mm -hmm. call her mama heidi if you want to you can call her heidi you can what do you what do you want to call her yes she is i don't know i think i'm gonna say mama carla and Mama Heidi, you know, it's like that's fine if she's remembering something. She'll, but it always it ended up being Mama, right? And if she mm -hmm. wanted to talk to about us about or talk to us about something that happened with her mother, she'd always say, you know, Mama Carlo did this or Mama Carla said this or you know, you know, that's how she would she would separate the two, you know, yeah. in her memory. But the one one thing I'm so grateful for is even though it's untraditional, they've never. Uh, they were they were robbed of their mom's presence here, but they were never robbed of a mother. I made sure yes. that they had a mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, and and I, I just thought, man, you know, even like our family and stuff would say, call her Heidi instead of, hey, ask your mom this. And I was kind of adamant. I, I, I tried to at first, like, well, you know, they call her mom. I just want y'all to know that, you know. <laughs> and, uh, because I just never wanted them to be robbed of being able to say, hey, mom. Right. You know? Right. And that's, man, that was just, uh, to me as a, as a dad, that's what uh, I've been grateful for. They have never been robbed of somebody that could still call mom. Yeah. You know, mother, this is my mom. 
in in all of that transition, even when we got married, because it wasn't a your typical situation. Um, like I never took her pictures down because okay. I didn't want them to feel like I was coming in to erase her. Right. Uh, and yeah. so I kept her pictures up in our living room where they lived. I moved in where they lived and I kept everything up. I just added our pictures to what she already had out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel mm-hmm. like that that even helped them to realize that I wasn't um, trying to replace her. Right. Mm-hmm. But that I because was coming along where that stopped to help continue the journey. Exactly. Because that's still part of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, and we can come in and add to the story or it might mm-hmm. be a new chapter in the story, but it's still part of the story. You can't right. just ignore it or wish it didn't happen and uh, erase it. Like right. you said, mm-hmm. it's just part of the story that you did that. And I just, um, I'm just amazed that at 20 years old, though, Heidi, <laughs> like you, you understood that. Like that is so the Holy Spirit. I've always felt like an older person. Like I know I'm about to be 38, but I feel like really I'm about to be 58. <laughs> Mentally. You've lived a long life. Yes. Okay. You I, have. I feel like I had to grow up early. And so by the time I was 20, I'm like, oh, I'm 30. You know, so I when I hit kids. 30, I'm yeah. like, I feel like I've been 30 my whole life. So this is nothing. <laughs> 40, I'm kind of like, Wow. I'm going to be 40 in two years. Hey, I know what Jeremy can give you for your 40th birthday. That thing you gave me for my 40th. Yes. (laughs) Jeremy showed up at my office with a walker (laughs) for my 40th birthday. I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. And it was not even my 40th. It was my 39th. Oh, my gosh. And you thought it was my 40th. And you brought a walker. To the office, yes. and I was. There was a reason that behind that, it. and I can't exactly remember. I think you were I making fun of me story. about something. I must have teased you about something, and you. Yet, I, I know what it was. You, you told me that I looked just like that guy <laughs> off of the L. <laughs> I was the white version of that guy, <laughs> and I can't even remember his name now. Save my life. Oh my gosh! Oh I was God. like, "What?" And then I got to look at it. I thought, "I am." <laughs> I look like that, dude. Oh my gosh, that was funny. I thought I've got to get her. You did. Somehow. You got me. Brought me a walker. So right. we'll have to whip it back out. <laughs> do you still have that? No, I gave it back. I gave it back. I, I think we that. gave it to your mom. I think we did. I think we did. We regifted. We regifted the gift. That gift. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about married life. So you guys kind of jumped in. You weren't even really newlyweds. Y'all were. It's like you'd already been married five years mm-hmm. when you got married. Yeah. yeah. How different is marriage now for you than it was then? I don't know. It's <laughs> still the same? I think yeah, it's still I mean, the same. I mean, I think with any marriage, and this is one of those things you were talking about in the, in the beginning, I believe that you got to remember to always date your wife. Mm-hmm. If I, if I was to tell that to any young man, always date your wife. I always, and even though but times get really busy with us, I try my best to figure out a time that we can just go out. Yeah. I don't care if it's just out to dinner close by or something like that. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. in a big extreme thing, but that's to, just to get by ourselves and, and, and date even just like drive around like yeah. you know we love to just drive around and walk through antique stores or we are literally best friends no joke yeah we 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 i she brings a piece to me <laughs> that i can't explain i could be at the barber shop 
this is kind of one of those confessions that probably nobody knows, you know. <laughs> okay. But I can be at the shop, and, you know, it gets a little, I, even though I go by appointment and stuff like that, sometimes you get a little bit behind, and the schedule gets a little bit hectic. Or, just, you know, a difficult client or, or something like that it could be a child or whatever, and, and I'm like, hey, I, I, I need you to come by the shop for just a minute. He'll text me, I need you. I'm like, what do you need? He's like, I just need you to come to the shop. And literally, and I know it sounds kind of weird and mushy, but she can just sit there and, and be with me. And just her being there. Just being with me for mm-hmm. a minute because we're just connected that way, you know. Yeah, we like just being together, just hanging out. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah. It, so, it's always been like that, like you know, I mean, life happens. We have four kids. We're extremely busy. Extremely yeah. busy. Yeah. But he's still my best friend. You know, mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. of the day, he's still yeah, yeah. my husband. And and like, I've, I don't. There's never been a point where I'm like, oh God, is Dred doing this? Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I love being a wife, and I yeah. love being a mom, and. I don't know. I, I think it gets better every year, to be honest with right, you. Right. You know, people are like, oh, you know, the older you get, the harder you got to work. But I don't think it's like that. For I don't us. see that with you guys at all. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like as I've known you, you guys mm-hmm. have just sort of grown together, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in the way you do things. You are very much knitted together yeah. in that yeah. way. Um, talk to me a little bit about, because we talk a lot about transition on here and i just remembered when you guys moved here and jeremy you didn't have a job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i remember you talking to me about hey i got this idea what if i started cutting hair yeah do you remember that yeah it was kind of out of left field it was so out of left field <laughs> out of left field yeah. yes yeah i was uh you know like I said, I moved here from a job that was a very, a very good paying job, good benefits, all this, you know, it's really good. And I'm living here in Hamilton. And there's nothing here close by that was very, um, it's it not really the type provide, of job. Yeah, yeah, provide even like I was used to. Right. And so, but we were just willing to leave everything behind and do exactly what the Lord wanted us to do. So we're just right here in the middle of everything. And I didn't care if I rode the back of a garbage truck. It just didn't really matter to me. And, um actually applied for the job for the, the garbage truck. <laughs> I remember. And I was so disappointed because I was thinking, dude, I've got this job because I can I can run a backhoe, I can drive a dump truck, I've got a CDL license, and I didn't get the job. And I was like... He's <laughs> sad he didn't get the garbage truck was, job. I was like, I'm overqualified for this job. You know? I just need a job. Man, Somebody yeah. give me a job. But I got a job. Uh, 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 it was a motorhome uh, manufacturing place, and as I worked there, I just knew that there was a there was a there was a, a ceiling there, you know, unless you moved into some kind of management or something like that. And I just really, I'd always wanted to work for myself, but at the same time, I was thinking paycheck. I need to something that's solid, that's a that's a good paycheck for my family, good benefits. So I decided I was going to go into school for occupational therapy or either nursing. So I went into school to do that and did two semesters, and I was like... He did the anatomy class and realized that was not for him. That was not. <laughs> I was like, I cannot. They wanted to do you to remember the bones. I thought, this is not what I need to be doing. At the same time, this is all going on. We've moved away from our barber, you know. We've left him. And so I was driving back almost an hour just to carry my son mm-hmm. to get a haircut. Not that anything was intricate about my haircut. 
but I love the place. I love going to it. But in the meantime, I thought, well, I'm just going to try this at myself. So I started watching YouTube videos and thought, man, yeah, I think I could cut hair. Blah, blah. He watched every YouTube video. I watched every video. YouTube video, I think, that they had on YouTube at the time. Used to, when you watched YouTube videos, they turned purple. And then if the ones that you haven't seen were still black. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were no black ones. Yeah, under all watched. He had watched. I just sit there and just watch. And it would just mesmerize him to watch somebody shave somebody or watch somebody cut somebody. So then hair. our boys became guinea pigs. I remember that. Yes. You remember <laughs> the mohawk? <laughs> oh, uh, the boys yeah. had a different haircut yeah. all the time. Yeah. I'll never forget walking in and they're in the bathroom with the door shut, and Jackson goes. <gasps> Ethan don't have no hair on his head. He and goes, I was like, oh, Lord. He goes, look, we're both bald-headed. <laughs> so I'm on the other side of the door, and I'm like, this is not going to be good. <laughs> but we, in the middle of that, I ended up, I thought, you know, I just want to try my hand at this barbering thing. So I started researching you know, where I could go and ended up going to a community college. It was in Decatur. And uh, first I told her, I said, this is what I'm thinking about doing. She's like, do you think that'll make you happy? Hey, you know, go for it. And I'm thinking. You were on board, Heidi, the yeah, whole time. The whole yeah. time. I thought like, she would okay, say, well, you're crazy. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Well, I'm wow. usually like that. Whether it turns out good or bad, I'm like, well, that's what you want to do. Uh, <laughs> Even in my mind, if I knew it was going to be bad, later on, he would come back and he'd be like, why didn't you tell me that was a bad idea? I'm like, because I was, you needed to do it and right. I was supporting you, you to, to do, do it. it. <laughs> so, well, I'll let's go. support you when you win and support you when you don't. <laughs> let's see what happens. But my first semester in, I, mean, I was just like, this is awesome. Like, I love this. This is fun. And it's also, it's a creative side of me that I didn't know I had, you know. I don't know. I, mean, I just loved it from the beginning. Finished school. You opened up Finished a business school. in downtown Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. Old school barbershop. Old school barbershop. And we've been there for... See, July of 2012. So it's been a little over seven years mm-hmm. that I've been there, and it's you're I, packed. Yeah, you're I'm packed right now. you're the only barber there. You need to raise up an apprentice. <sighs> Something like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just setting my ways. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really. I'm, I haven't really tried to go after. I have anyone. an idea. I've talked to a couple of people. Heidi but. could learn. <laughs> Barber, and then you two yeah. could work at the barber shop it's together all day, every day, since yeah. you're best friends. And yeah. I'm not against that, but at the same time, it takes that whole barber yeah. shop. She's like, I do yeah. not have a like, you know, I'm a girl. This, this yeah. is a guy's barber shop. You know? Yeah, it's a and your barber shop, it is a gentleman's. It is mm-hmm. a yes, yeah, more a, like a guy's. It's a shop. guy's. It's a man's shop. place. And I would just kind of mess up the vibe. I think. Kara's you know? actually talked about how she would, if she goes to cosmetology school, she's like, Dad, we could work together. I was like, oh, <laughs> this could change the whole dynamic of this barbershop and have you in here. I mean, first of her being kind of young and cute and all that stuff. And then I don't know if I would like that she or not. She probably would draw in a whole lot of a yeah, she, new clients. And then she would, clientele. she's like, we could call it like beards and buns. <laughs> I was like, we don't need to put buns in that. We need to. She's like, beards and bows. And I was like, eh, I don't know. You know, you know Come on, Dad. Oh, man. I'm telling you. Not that she wouldn't probably be hilarious and fun to work with. Yes. No but it is mm-hmm. a different feel. It's a different yeah. feel. Yeah, it's definitely it is. A, Not a salon type yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't mind hanging out in there. But then there are times when I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I'll just let you guys go. Because, you. you know, it's a barbershop, but it's. He has guys that come in there to sit because of the atmosphere. Yeah. They're like, I know Jeremy's a godly man, and I just need to be in your presence today. Mm. You know? And so 
he prays for men in there and he counsels men in there. I mean, he's not just a barber. He's and then I tie them else. down in the chair, and then they cancel me. <laughs> I'm telling, by the way, today is going to be a me time. I'm, I'm sure some of them are like, oh, my gosh, I'll be glad when this haircut's over with so we can get out of here. But most of the time, we really enjoy each other. There's, uh, it becomes a family type. So, you know, you get to know people, know yes. their families, know their kids. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've watched kids that I started out, you know, seven and a half years ago they were in elementary school mm-hmm. well, now they're graduating high school and i was like man i'm seeing some crazy changes going on right yes. now yes and they've been with, with me that long some of them have and uh, well he's done it for eight and a half years because prior to owning our own shop he worked in another shop for, yeah, for almost a year, a year so. i remember that yeah he's, he's had yeah. seen these kids through a lot Mm-hmm. And it's it's just fun to see these people, but you do you can run into a lot of. Did you have any idea when you started that it would be as successful as it is today? No, I didn't. We used I mean, to just I had pray hopes. for twenty <laughs> bucks so we could go buy hot dogs for dinner. You know, when I it first like, started, it was like if I could make X amount of dollars a day to replace my income that I was making before. It's like I'll be. I mean, I'd be happy. Yeah. Because I'd be doing something that I really like doing too. Mm-hmm. And man, I would be like, I remember in the very beginning. I had some some fellas like Mike Castner and some other people I could name, and I'd be like, "Hey, man, <laughs> uh, you need a haircut today?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been a little bit, and one? he would just laugh, and he'd be like, "You know, I think I am getting a little shaggy. I'll come over there and get a little trim, you know." <laughs> so, so I was Remember, you had to call friends in. <laughs> yeah. It Nowadays, you don't have to advertise no. or market. No, you guys he's are booked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got an active clientele that's. It's pretty. It's pretty large. Active clientele. That's awesome. Tell me a little bit about the holidays. Uh, how many Christmas trees do you have up in your house? One. Just one. <laughs> Just one. We're the we're the family that does not. We do not decorate until after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. The we hold on after to this. Thanksgiving. Same that's here. our tradition. Yeah, like I love fall. Thing. Fall is my favorite. So I have fall decorations yes. out, and I can't take them down until I've had Thanksgiving. We do the tree, and our tree is not a um, themed tree tree or a color. It is my kids' ornaments. Christmas Eve, we do my family, and we actually started a tradition years ago where we go to Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Really? Really? So instead of traditional gifts, yes, non-traditional. We're all about non-traditional here. You go to Chuck E. Cheese on Christmas Eve. We go to Chuck E. Cheese. So instead of buying gifts for all the kids, we my aunt's like they're never going to remember. I want to do something. And make memories. We mm-hmm. still look forward to it. Like we, a couple of years ago, we weren't able to do it. And everybody was like, oh, I'm <laughs> go to Chuck E. Cheese this year. It didn't matter if you were five or if you were 25 yeah. because everybody just has the best time. They got this little thing that you sit in. That you get your picture made, and it's a terrible picture. Terrible, but it's, it's like a just little a little sketch. Yes. yes, I love those. We Everybody's have a whole got stack them of those. Uh, like we 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 hold the building up, taking the pictures, I love and it's those. not packed on 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 Chuck Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, yeah. yeah. It's uh, so there's usually us and <laughs> one or two so other great. families in there. And they're just all in there. They got their cups of coins and they're just playing Everybody, games. We all have our own cups. That's and so funny. We have the best adults time. too. You know, we do have a good time. That's great. And Christmas then, Day, we go to our in-laws. Okay. Yeah, Christmas Day is usually a Christmas Day night thing with them. Mm-hmm. But we after we do our thing at home and Christmas morning, we open gifts and do Christmas morning there at our house. Then we kind of 
leisurely take our time to get ready and go to my mother-in-law's house in Gardendale mm-hmm. and we have Christmas Eve or Christmas Day night there and it usually lasts till forever. It's late because there's our family mm-hmm. has grown so there's Huge. 20 lots of people a lot of them lots Six of kids of us, 20 <laughs> wow. there's a lot of us and we all pile up in the living room and pass out gifts and then we open youngest to oldest one at a time yes yeah and then my mom's side of the family we we uh we try to i'm gonna try to talk to her about doing uh new year's eve mom is always she's not difficult but she has her you know opinions about when she needs to you know to have it done (laughs) we so we just try to work it out on a day that works for everybody's work schedule pretty much my sister my brother so it's usually a little bit after yeah my sister and my brother live up there where she lives in florence and so we try to so usually right after christmas sometimes we try to do it before christmas but usually not everybody's ready because we're all doing last minute Mm -hmm. stuff right before christmas Mm -hmm. so we usually do it right after christmas so yeah. yeah but we love you know and that that side of the family's growing too so i think there's oh gosh, yeah. all, maybe between 12 and 15 all the numbers are kind of running together but yeah so we do the same thing we pass out gifts and yeah. we do gifts and eat and and hang out and so a lot of family stuff that's, yeah, family stuff, yeah. Us busy. that's our thing and then our boys birthdays are in december the 12th the 16th i mean the 18th <laughs> minus the 27th oh my goodness mm-hmm. yeah all so, the birthdays mm-hmm. december's a pretty a, crazy month a for busy us busy month for you guys. Yes. so mm-hmm. well thanks for taking the time and tell us your story welcome Well, friends, that is certainly not a story you hear very often. I'm so grateful that Jeremy and Heidi were willing to share their unique story with us. It just goes to show that God works in mysterious ways. The way he provided for Jeremy and the girls through Heidi is a beautiful picture of God's thoughtfulness and care over every detail of our lives. So glad you were able to join us today. And if we haven't connected yet on social media, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook under the name Melissa Matheson. That's math, like 4 plus 1 equals 5, I before E, son, S-O-N, as in my 17-year-old son who has a new love for cooking and Pinterest recipes, but we'll save that story for another day. We'll be back here again on Monday and hope you can join us. Bring your coffee and I'll save you a seat. There's a lot going on these days and I can't wait to talk with you again about what's next, God. God.